All right, wrestling fans, welcome to Gonzo's Wrestling Room. Changed it up a little bit this week. We're actually recording on a Sunday night and releasing on a Monday since it was WrestleMania weekend. Uh, had a big uh, two-night WrestleMania uh, show this year. I think I figure after the way this went, I think it's going to stay two nights probably for now on, I would say. Yeah, they've already announced that next year's California one's going to be two nights. As always, it's Chris Gonzalez and Tony Gonzalez. Who knows, we might have a... We might have a couple people drop in. I don't know for sure yet, but uh, where do you want to start out tonight? Um, well, we could start night one. I did want to mention, and I didn't write any real, any notes down, but uh, uh, real quick, we'll mention uh, Stand and Deliver that they had uh, uh, Saturday afternoon. I thought it was a real solid show. I mean, uh, I thought the ladder match that opened the show was fantastic. One of the better matches of the of the of the weekend. I, I thought it was really good. So, uh, uh, but I thought standing deliver was, was a good show. I thought it was a good way to open the weekend. Well, real quick touch on, uh, I think we should touch real quick on, uh, what we seen Friday night. Uh, yes. Let's, yeah, let's start Friday night, start Friday night with the, uh, undertaker and, and, uh, and the hall of fame. I thought the hall of fame was great. I hope they continue to do it on Fridays after SmackDowns, just putting in five, four or five people. Uh, end up about two and a half hours long, I think, something like that. Uh, uh, I think it was about two hours long, maybe. Uh, but I thought it was great. Uh, I've never seen anybody get an ovation like that. The Undertaker got it was almost almost towards ten minutes of an ovation. He couldn't even talk. You know that the people were so loud and going crazy. Uh, and the other inductees, uh, all the people gave speeches. I, I thought it was one of the better Hall of Fames I've seen. I really enjoyed it. I really hope they keep it in the uh, arena setting like that. I think it, it, it made it feel like the uh, fans were more involved. It, it, it could have just been because it was The Undertaker. But even for the other inductees, it just seemed like the fans were more involved. I agree. And I think and that they probably they had a bigger – that's a, usually a bigger crowd – than what the normal Hall of Fame is, right? Because usually they don't do them in a bigger a bigger arena like that. Yeah, I'd say it's probably bigger because that, that that crowd was probably about fourteen thousand strong. And not I'm, count. I'm thinking. Crowd. I'm thinking where some of them buildings they usually done in there might have been like six thousand or six or seven thousand people. Yeah, probably. I, I thought it was really cool. I hope they keep it that way. I like how they had the wrestlers sitting up there on the stage. Yep. And stuff. I thought that was cool because the wrestlers kind of got to acknowledge them when they were when the, the inductee was coming coming out. I I, th- I thought that was cool because like the other way, you really don't have that interaction between them like that because they're all, they're out sitting in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I, I thought the Undertaker people got to see the real Undertaker, real uh, you know Mark Calloway. Uh, really got to see him and uh, talked for you know thirty forty five minutes and. Uh, I, I thought it was really excellent. I thought the Vader segment was really good, and his son and, and the mom were really good. Uh, the uh, Shad Gasper uh, uh, son and ex-wife, well, wife, not ex-wife, wife, uh, was on there. I thought they were good. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was a really good really good show. Oh, the Steiners. Uh, I thought uh, it, it wasn't real long, but I thought it was really good, and uh, – uh, Rick Steiner's son, uh, Ron Breaker, got to uh, induct them in. So, yeah, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought, it was I thought that was the right. I thought that was the right choice to have uh, Rick's son uh, induct them in. 
I really don't know who else you would have would have uh, had done it. I know he's not really a big name yet. I think he's going to be a real big name here real, here pretty soon. I but, uh, I, and I, I love the the interaction between Rick and Scott up there in the ring. Like, well, Scott said, what, uh, when they put a mic in front of me, sometimes it goes good or sometimes it can go off the rails. And Rick grabbed the mic, <laughs> kind of took it from. Him. And then, uh, then when Rick said he. Uh, he didn't think this day would ever come. <laughs> and Rick looked at Scott and Scott, Scott said, what? He goes, you know what? <laughs> I, I like those interactions. Just like with the undertaker when he was, he was messing with Kane a little bit. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. Cause that's, I mean, we've got to see it a little bit because we watched some of the podcasts and finally when he retired, he got on some of the podcasts and stuff like that. So you got to see a little bit more of the Mark of the person, Mark Calloway than just the undertaker. Cause even like on that last broken skull sessions he did, it was more, more of just stone cold and Mark Calloway. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But everybody got to see it and that his speech, I thought his speech was great. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I didn't think it was too long. I, I actually thought it could have went a little bit longer. I mean, I, he had me interested. I would, I would, it, it wasn't like I was ready for it to end. Uh, I like kind of how he went through the timeline and then I like how he talked about like his three m mental weapons or whatever he his yeah. three weapons as he called them. I, yeah. I just thought it was a good a good he tied it all in together. It was a good story. I think it was good so, a, a good speech for a lot of them wrestlers, especially the younger wrestlers to hear. Well, I saw uh, we would do a lot with, with the independents. I saw one, one of the guys that we know real well on Facebook said, "Hey, he just he just basically changed my whole outlook on." some things with that. So, I mean, and if you listen to, I mean, it, it, it sounds like common sense, but it's also something that you, that people don't, you don't think about all the time as well. Yep. But I thought I speak, I thought the whole, whole hall of fame thing was real good. I like, I like that setting. It just seemed. Yep. Uh, great. Charmel, her speech, her speech was great. Yeah. She, she was one, you know, that's a band that she deserves to be in. And but yeah, after, I was the same way, but after watching that and then watching some of the other stuff, video clips and some of the other stuff I've seen, I mean, she hey, she she played an important role in and especially in that King Booker run. Yeah, she did. And but the but the main thing is that that how good her speech was and how thankful she was and thanking all these people and, and uh how appreciative appreciative she was to be in. Uh I think it meant a lot to her. And uh, you know, basically going in as a manager, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't have a problem with it at all. I mean, I, yeah, I was really impressed with her, with her speaking ability and her speech. It was really good. And then uh, Vader, his, his, his son, was that his wife? Yeah, that was that was his his ex. Uh, well, yeah, that was uh, Vader's uh, wife. Yeah. Yeah, but man, I, his son, his son was well spoken. He he was well spoken and. You could tell he was real appreciative of it, but you could also tell they were up there. They were having a good time. Kind of, they tried to interact with the crowd as soon as they got up there. I mean, yeah. it, it, so it was pretty cool. And the, well, the Shad Gaspar thing was uh, was cool as well. Yeah, the, the, the Vader thing. I think Vader uh, was a big personality and liked to have fun. So I, I think that they, you know, wanted to kind of portray that uh, the the son and, and the and the and the mom, you know, the wife. Um, the the Shad uh, Gasper thing that was a tough thing. I mean, you got the the son. This happened two three years ago. His son's probably about twelve years old now, and 
his dad saved his life and and, and perished in the, in the process uh and then to put a put the wife in that situation to get up on stage and talk about all that and uh re, kind of relive 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 it a little bit um and plus she's not a public speaker you know she don't she's not a performer uh, she put in a tough situation. I thought she did real good. I mean, there was times she kind of repeated things a little bit, but uh, I thought she did real good. Yeah, I, I thought she'd done all right. I mean, you're that's a hard thing to do, get up there in front of that many people and talk about it. I mean, yeah, you're honoring him, but you're still talking about a tragedy that happened that, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't care how long it's been. It, it's something you're not, you just don't get over. No. And that, that little boy, <clears throat> I thought he handled it great. He looked co pretty comfortable up there. She yeah, kept asking him if he was okay, and he, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, he's he looks like he's cool." Yeah, he looked like he was fine. He was repeat. Oh, he was repeating that quote that she said at the end. Yep. She, he was saying almost before she was. Yeah, he knew exactly what she was going to say. <laughs> yep. I thought that was cool that the tag team partner came out and they done that little thing in the ring. Yeah, like JTG. they used to do then that little like handshake thing that they used to do. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, Shad Gasper and JTG was crime time and the WWE for a few years and uh uh JTG I believe works for NWA now but you know he came out and walked him to the ring and, and uh I think got in the ring and, and him and uh, Chad's son did a little thing and, and probably helped make them feel comfortable so I thought it was pretty cool. And then you go to then you go to uh Saturday with uh NXT stand and deliver and I that was a solid real solid show. There was some uh I thought the breaker Ziggler match I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great match. It's, it's hard for Ziggler not to have a good match. Plus, plus, I'm not saying Breaker's not good. Breaker's good, and he's getting better all the time. I think it's great. I was a little shocked, really, that Ziggler kept the belt. You know, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with Breaker. Is he moving up? I've heard that rumor. Uh, so I, the rumor is he's going to go to Raw. I don't see where Raw needs more people because we're going to be talking about, that. Uh, you know, they just got an addition. Uh you know, this weekend in WrestleMania. We'll talk about that in a minute, in a few minutes. But, yeah, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what to do with Breaker. They, NXT's really got some guys ready to go. I think Carmelo Hayes is ready. I think L.A. Knight's ready. Uh, I think – I don't think um, – I think MSK could go. I definitely think Aperium and Gunther's ready to go, could could go. Uh, I don't think the Creed brothers are ready, but I don't think they're a long ways away. I think you give them another six months uh, – I think they would be ready. So uh, I'd like to see Cameron Grimes get a shot. Yeah, I think Cameron Grimes is more than ready. Uh, I think they're going to season him a little more. They give him that North American title. He won that in that latter match. Uh, uh, so I think they're going to season him a little bit more. I think Vince sees something in him. He's trying to change the gimmick a little bit. You know, where they've kind of shaved him up and cleaned him up a little bit and change, trying to make him a little more serious, not quite as – I mean, just still letting him be his character, but I think he was – Vince thought it may have been too much of a, yeah. a character. So they're making some little tweaks to it. But hopefully it'll go well for him because I think he's talented. I think he deserves to be up there. So. I think oh, uh, that Solo Sequoia will be uh, moving up here not before too long probably as well. He's he's but, he's getting better and better. You've you seen the standard delivery. You've seen WrestleMania. You've seen that ladder match with them five guys. That I put that ladder match up against. I'm not saying it was better than any of the matches at WrestleMania, but it was right there. I mean, it was right there. And so, well, so was Breaker and Ziggler. Uh, you know, I know so I'm not a wrestler, but if you're if you're in a, a ladder match and you're going to get up on top of another ladder and jump onto a ladder 
and the and the guy's going to move, don't do an elbow drop. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Uh, I didn't That's the worst way. I mean, that was the worst way to hit the ladder. I mean, they're on the uh, yeah. Is there a real great way to hit a ladder? Probably not. But that was the worst way you could have hit the damn thing, because then your arm goes in the middle and the hook gets caught in between the things. If you're gonna miss that, it's almost you'd almost be better doing like a damn santon and landing landing on your back or something, yeah, landing on the top of the ladder. Not he hit the the side of it, elbow. Man, it was awkward, awkward shit. Yeah, it was Waller that did that. Um, I haven't heard anything about injuries, so I, it might just look bad and he's okay because I haven't heard anything about an injury. So I think we would have heard something by now. Yeah, it didn't look good at all. No, it didn't. It looked like it could have been bad. And you didn't see him after that, so I don't, don't know. No, I really like that match. The Breaker and uh, Ziggler match was good. Uh, L.A. Knight Gunther match was good. Uh, really won a bad match on the card, really. I didn't think. Tell you what, I never realized that how that LA Knight was that big of a dude. But I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's, six, big, he's a pretty big dude himself. He's 6'2, six, 6'3, six, probably 230, 240. I mean, he's not a little guy. And his uh, he's he's as over as anybody's NXT's got, you know, with the crowd. Yeah. Uh, speaks well, he performs well in the ring. I think he's ready to, to, to move up. I mean, I think you could put him on SmackDown and make him the Intercontinental Champion. Or, 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 you know, what I, I think right now, I think SmackDown needs some people. Yeah. So I, I would go young. Let, let, let old, uh, uh, Rollins, not Rollins, excuse me, um, the champion Reigns, uh, be the, be the anchor of the show and bring these young guys up there and build that undercard and have some good matches. And I, th I think it would help SmackDown. Oh, I agree. Yeah, but I thought that. Yeah, I thought NXT kicked off the weekend great. Then we had, then also yesterday, uh, WrestleMania Night One, which yep. wasn't disappointing by any means. It was. I thought it was a real, real solid show. Yeah, uh, the two nights of WrestleMania this year were, in my opinion, was really, really good. Um, uh, uh, yeah, over the last 10, 15 years, I think this WrestleMania was as good as any of them. In the last ten or fifteen years, WrestleMania thirty was really good. One with with Daniel Bryan, or, you yeah. know, with the belt and stuff. I thought it was a really good WrestleMania, but but this was a really good WrestleMania. I thought I really enjoyed both nights. Uh, it kicked off. Uh, unfortunately, we had a wrestler get hurt. Uh, it kicked off the Usos and Nakamura and Rick Boogs, and uh, they did a spot where uh, Boogs uh, had the both Usos up on one Uso on top of him, and then. The other one jumped up and he got him and then his knee just buckled and I don't know what he I think it was a quad they think I think he said and uh I've heard like, a quad and then I heard a uh torn uh patella tendon. Okay. So he's gonna be out for a while. So I, what I read earlier today they said probably nine months. So it sucks because Booze was really getting a push. I mean I say, yeah, he was getting in the tag matches, he was one being featured more than Nakamura, honestly. Uh, I think Vince was really was really high on him, so it kind of sucks that you know he got hurt. But uh, that was probably the weakest match on the first night. But not, I think just because that injury happened, that match was supposed to go 15 minutes, and I don't find on one eight or nine, so it may not have been weak. Uh, not that it was bad at all. Uh, that was the first match of night. Us Usos retained the title. 
The next match, I believe, if I remember correctly, was uh, Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin. I thought it was a good match. I don't think Corbin gets enough credit. I think he's really good. I think he's a real good heel. Uh, I thought McIntyre performed real well. I thought it was a solid match. Uh, of course, McIntyre won the match, and uh, but I thought it was solid. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that match as well. Uh, I, I, I haven't really saw a lot of people like crapping on it or anything. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I don't think people realize how good uh, Corbin is in the ring. Oh, he's excellent. He really is. He don't get. He don't get. Any you can say what you want about his gimmick right now, but I'll tell you what. He goes all in on it, and he he's a good heel. Yep. But him doing this happy Corbin thing, he. I mean, he's all in. That's what I like about it. he's. You can tell he's all in on it, and he's putting everything into it. Uh, and he's and now oh him Moss or the, or the Mad, Mad, Mad Cat. Yep. Uh, I do. I do pretty damn athletic. I, I think, tell you, I, I think he could end up being pretty good. I see. I seen uh, an interview with uh, Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman thinks that the next big breakout star of WWE in a few years is going to be Mad Cat Moss. He loves the guy. He thinks he's got. Got it all. He's a total package. So, I mean, if Heyman says something like that, Heyman knows a lot. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, the next match um, was the Mysterios against Miz and Logan Paul. I thought Logan Paul did a heck of a job. I thought he did a real good job. I thought it was a real good match. Of course, the, I, well, and that's another thing. I thought uh, Dominic Mysterio performed great. Uh, yes. I, think he, I think he was fired up. I, I, I thought he was. Be honest really with you. That's the best I've seen, in my opinion, him look yep. since his debut. Yeah. I, I thought he looked real good his debut, but ever since then, he just hasn't really captured me like that. But then last night, man, I thought, yeah, I agree. He put on a hell of a show. Uh, and another thing, I know some people wasn't high about, was trying to trash WWE because they were having all these celebrities on WrestleMania. Go back and watch this WrestleMania and watch the the, celeb the people you call celebrities that were on there and watch how they performed. Oh, man. Hey, them got and I'm not taking uh, – well, I don't care if anybody takes the wrong way or not. Them guys performed a lot better than some of the guys you were watching uh, AEW. Yeah. Pat, Pat McAfee, well, I know we're not to him yet, but he could, he could go over to AEW right now and, and compete with anybody – well, almost anybody over there. Yeah, you have your Brian Daniels, but McAfee's no slouch in the ring. Look, you can tell Logan Paul, you could took you could tell Logan Paul had been training and working at it. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, look how good he did. Yeah. Look, then look at the celebrities that AEW brings in. Yeah, yeah you had Shaq get in the ring, but Shaq just if, if it had been Shaq 10 years, 10, 15 years ago, it'd have been great. Because Shaq was an athlete, but he just now he, he can't move like that no more. I thought what they did, they, they booked Shaq right in that match. Yeah. And, I, and it did a good rating that night, you know. Well, so, yeah, but, no, I don't have a problem with I'm just saying, though. Yeah, you, I know. They, they crashed WWE, but look at the celebrities that have been coming into WWE have been able to wrestle. Chris, Johnny so Knoxville maybe ain't the most technical, but if you watch if you watch that tonight and you tell me that Johnny Knoxville wasn't entertaining as fuck, yeah, so I, mean, I don't know what's wrong with you. Because, man, that was, that, was a, that, that match was Entertaining. I loved it. They sold 77,000 tickets uh, Saturday night, almost 78,000 tickets on Sunday night. So they sold 155,000 tickets in two days. 
You just can't do that with normal matches. You got to bring stuff. And they put on a complete entertaining show. And the the three guys, you know, McAfee, uh, Logan Paul, and Johnny Knoxville uh, added to the show, got big pops, and and, and it made the help make the show special, make it different. So yeah, WWE did a great WWE did a great job of booking the show. A lot of people thought, oh man, this show is gonna be crap. This show is gonna be crap. But again, it was one of the better WrestleManias in the last twenty years. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, after the Mysterials match, I believe, if I remember correctly, we had the Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, and Bianca Belair won the championship for Becky Lynch. Excellent match. Might have been. It's there's four or five matches in these two nights that I think could have been match of the night. Just a matter of of opinion, you know. Uh, but it was really good. It was really solid. I I thought them women actually all three women's matches they had this weekend. I thought the women performed really well. Busted their ass and, and did did a good job. Uh, so yeah, it was a real good match. Uh, I think they need to strap a, a rocket to Bianca Belair and run with her. I think she's got it all. I think she's got it in the ring. I think she's got the personality. I agree. I, I think she's the one, you know, Flair's been there a long time, and I'm not putting her down. She's been there a long time. She don't need the belt. I mean, you know, same, honestly, with Becky in a way. Becky's so old. I think the next one that they should push is Bianca Belair. Maybe Rhea Ripley, too. I like her a lot, too. She's got a lot of talent. But, uh, yeah, so it was a real good match. Uh, did you like that match? Yes, I thought that, that was that was right up there. That match there was right up there for matching the night on night one for me. Yes. But, it, yeah, it was a real good match. And I, I agree. I think Air is going to – I think she's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. Uh, and she, she's not very old either, is she? Uh, no. I was going to say. 27, 28 maybe. Um. And real quick, uh, you talk about WrestleMania, you talk about matches. The problem, not that you want good matches, don't get me wrong, but what you need for big shows, you need moments. Yes. And, and this WrestleMania had a lot of moments. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it really did. It had a lot of big moments. Uh, so uh, uh, Bianca Belair won, won the championship again over a story that went six, you know, from, from SummerSlam where she lost the belt and. 18 seconds to, to Becky to now. That's a long-term story. It went, what, since, yeah. you know, seven, eight months. So, I mean, it, 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 was, it was good. Um, the match after that was Seth Rollins and the mystery opponent. And that, of course, turned out to be uh, Cody Rhodes. I thought they did it perfect. They brought Cody in as his AEW character. Or I won't even say his AEW character because he'd been using that song that he's using since Ring of Honor. Basically brought Cody in as his character that he, as he, that he yeah. created. Yeah, that he's crafted over the last six years since he's been gone. Some of it in AEW, some of it in New Japan, some of it in Ring of Honor. Uh, him in as that. And the interviews that I've, that I've read said that uh, he talked to uh, events and uh, a couple other people uh, came down. I think uh, Nick Khan was one of them. And the other guy, I can't think of his name right now, the big right-hand man, uh, uh, Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. They they flew uh, to Cody and seen Cody and met with him. And 
Cody got what he wanted. I mean, I don't know how much money he got. I don't think it was all about money. I think he wanted a bus. They give him a bus because he wants his family to be with him, his child and his wife. Uh, they give him a bus. And and I think they uh, give him things that he wanted that maybe were even more important than money. I'm not saying he didn't get a lot of money. I'm sure he did. But uh, I think uh, I think he went to AEW. And not that AEW is a bad place or he thought it was a bad place. But the grass is not always greener on the other side. You think, oh, man, this place is they this 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 and this and they do this this and this and then you go there and you become part of management because in that interview i read it said that he never wants to be part of management again so maybe he found maybe he learned maybe get some growing up and some learning and i mean i don't know what all happened in aw why i left i think it's strange that you go and become a executive vice president aw you help start the place and three years later you leave something happened who knows? He probably may never know because he said he won't badmouth him. So, or saying won't talk about it. I thought the match was really good. I thought uh, there was a couple times there uh, the chemistry might have been a little off, but being the the guy that uh, Seth Rollins is in the ring, I thought he saved it. Not putting Cody down at all. I thought Cody performed great, but again, you know they not worked a lot together. Uh, Could have been a little bit of nerves too. I mean, that you know Cody coming back that's a big big thing, big step. I, th- I thought it was a really good match. Uh, a lot of people thought it was the match of the night. Uh, some people thought it was, I don't think it was the moment of the night. There's something happened later on in the show that was the moment of the night. But uh, it was right up there. Yeah, it was a real good. I, I really liked the match. thought it was real good. And I agree with you. I think I think something happened to AEW. That's why he wanted out. But I also think some of it was, was when he left WWE six or seven years ago. He thought he was he thought he was uh, ready and a big star, and I think he and like Vince told him, hey, I hope I hope you can achieve what you want. Well, I think he he wanted to go back to WWE and show Vince, hey, I've yeah, I, I, hey, I've got here now. Well, Vince told him. Well, but I guess in the, in the interview I read, Vince told him, said, hey, you you made it. You know you you know you proved yourself. So. I think that was part of the motivation, though, was to prove that he wanted to prove WWE, like, hey, I, I, I could be a gu- the guy. I think, I know there were some struggles between Triple H and and Rhodes. I think Triple H was one of them that told Rhodes that he wasn't next level. And I think after him going to run things and seeing behind the scenes and stuff like that, he's come back and got a totally different appreciation for Triple H. You know, so uh, he, well, he said that in, a, in an interview. So, I, again, I think he learned a lot. I think that, uh, you know, again, the grass is not always greener on the other side. People complain about their job, complain about their life. You can always look around and see a heck of a, heck of a lot worse. So uh, I think he just learned some things, and, and uh, I hope he does well there. I know that a lot of the AEW fans are just trash, 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 and, man, they can't stand it. They laugh. That kills me. Everybody was all a couple years ago. They were all about Cody. Yeah. Hey, he won't be the last to leave. I mean, I mean, never, never, for whatever reason, somebody's not going to be happy, and they're going to look at another place to go. Just like in WWE, people get unhappy and they look for another place to go. It's going to happen in AEW. It's going to happen in Impact. It's going to happen everywhere. It's just part of part of the business, right or wrong. It's just the way it is. Yeah, actually, it happens in the. In the in the independent scene as well, like yeah. that. So, I mean, it, it happens all the way up. 
Okay, so the next match after the uh, Raw, okay, after the Rollins match, if I remember correctly, was the Ronda Rousey match and Charlotte Flair. Um, pretty good match. Um, not your typical match. It's not going to be a smooth match with Rousey because Rousey's not a professional wrestler. She's a fighter. So it was more of a fight. I thought it looked realistic as a fight. I, I liked I liked the match. Uh, it wasn't smooth. It, it was rough. But but I, I thought I thought that I like different matches. I don't want every match to look the same. I think sometimes you get where well that's the same the same same. So you don't want that. So I like the match. Was it match of the night? No, probably not. Um, uh, of course, Flair hung on to the belt. Of course, the angle was she cheated and 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 stuff. So but. Uh, they're building something, you know, for later on. Uh, but I, I thought it was a solid match. I, you know. Yeah, I, no, I thought it was a solid match. And you're, it, I think the fans would look at her more like, like what you saw from like, maybe like a Ken Shamrock or a, a Steve Blackman back in the day. Yep. That's why her, her style is going to be more like that. Like Blackman, he didn't do a whole lot of wrestling. He was in there doing that. He was doing his karate. And that and that stuff, it's a different a different style. Uh, and am I the biggest Ronda Rousey fan? No, I'm not. But I, I mean, I thought the match was entertaining and a good match. Hey, she's a draw. People come to see her, and uh, I, I like the match. I like having a different style match. Uh, the only thing I would like them for him to do is, I know they don't want Ronda to submit. I would like a submission match. It would the style of match it was because most of them, both of them, are going for submission, submission, submission. Yeah. Larry ends up getting a pin. Why? Why couldn't they have worked out a deal in the match where Ronda don't even tap out? Let's say that something happens cheating wise and she gets knocked out. Flair puts on a move, a submission move. Ronda, of course, can't respond, and the referee yeah. calls the match. I think that would have been perfect because of the whole match, both of them were going for submissions the whole match. They didn't yeah. hardly cover for each other for pins hardly. So I thought that would have made a little more sense, and maybe more people would like the match a little better. But uh, I thought I thought it was good. I, you know, I liked it. Uh, the last match, well, the one announced as a match was announced as a segment, uh, a talk show segment with Kevin Owens and Stone Cold. Of course, didn't know for sure what was going to happen. We thought it might be just an altercation with five or six minutes of fighting, and it turned into a match. I did not expect <laughs> what was going to happen. A uh, no, basically a no holds barred match, uh, it, no disqualification, anything goes, and it lasted 14 minutes long. They was all over that place. Crowd loved it. Uh, I thought uh, Kevin Owens did a fantastic job of making sure that uh, things were safe and uh, took care of Stone Cold. But I thought Stone Cold took some couple bumps that I surely didn't expect for him to take. Uh, crowd loved it. I thought Stone Cold looked great. Um, it had to be the moment of the night. I'm not yeah. saying the night necessarily, uh, but uh, I think yeah. the, the the crowd went crazy, and I th the fans online went crazy. So it, it was it was a it was a big thing. And then mm -hmm. I see people in AEW and, and fans say, "Yeah, you got to bring Stone Cold in and do this and this. well, if you got it, if you got something that's going to work, why not use it? I don't care if he's from 20 years ago. I don't care if he's from 50 years ago." I don't care if he's from five years and ago. He's still, 
And no, and even yeah, he might not wrestled for 19 years, but he's still been relevant the whole 19 years he's been gone because he's had TV shows. He now he does this, you know what I mean? So and now he has his own he's had his own beer for a while now. And now he just released another one. And I'll tell you what, he was in fucking good shape. Yeah, he was. He looked he looked, I mean, he he came out that curtain. I was like, damn, I mean, he looked good. He looked good. Uh, yeah. But the pop of the crowd, as soon as that glass shatters, yeah. it's just crazy. I mean, it's yeah, it was unbelievable. And and the fact that I couldn't believe he took a backdrop to the cement. Yeah, and then, then he'd done a suplex out there too. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So yeah, I again I thought that was the moment of the night. Match of the night was probably between probably the Rollins or uh the Rollins uh Cody match or the Becky Lynch Bianca Belair match. <sighs> You know, it's really tough to pick between those two. Uh, night one, uh, I thought was really good. I know a lot of the people that uh, the pages I go to and stuff, and and some of my respect thought the show was epic. I thought it was really fantastic, and not that I didn't. I thought I thought it was really really good. But we're gonna talk about night two. I thought night two was just as good, if if not better. Uh, a lot of them like night two also, but definitely thought night one was a lot better so wrestling wise i think night one might have been just a tad better but if you throw in the entertainment and everything i think night i think night two might be might have been just a little better man i don't know because i, t- I tell you uh that rk bro alpha academy and, uh, and street profits match could have been up there for matches of, of the of the weekend also. I mean, it was right there with, with the, so that was there. And then edge and AJ styles was pretty much a pure wrestling match, yeah. you know? And the fact that you had, you know, a little thing at the end that make things interesting to continue the story, you know, it's the first match in the story. Was it probably the best match you're going to have? Probably. I mean, it was a solid match. It was a good well, match. I, but, I, I should rephrase. It. I should say that night two to me had a few more moments. Yes. I the night one did. I did too, but it, it, and that's all perspective because I understand people that are big Cody Rhodes fans, and not that I'm not, think that's a huge moment. And then Stone Cold coming back—that's probably the biggest moment of the weekend. Which, but we'll talk about that in a minute about night two and Stone Cold. So that was two massive moments for that show. I understand yes. that. So I can end up people saying that, that it was epic. So I, I can't put them down. I can't say that. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was damn good. I'm just saying. I think night two was just as good for me. I think night two was just a little bit better. But I'll be honest. I have. <laughs> I still got to watch a couple matches of night two because I I fell asleep waiting on it to start. But <laughs> yeah, but what happens? Uh, you take your damn medicine and eat. Yeah, yeah I understand. Uh, let's go ahead and start on night two. We had the first match uh, of the night was RK Bro and. Alpha Academy and the Street Profits. I it was Alistair. It was a really good match. But them three teams can go, man. I mean, I don't know that they could have a bad match. But uh RK Bro and them hung on to the belts and uh right now I think they had talked about splitting them up and they may still do it in a couple months or something. I don't know. I think they're just so hot and selling so many tickets and selling so many shirts and stuff that uh I I don't think they could split up Orton and uh Riddle. But uh, yeah, it was a really good match. 
I know I was one of them. You uh, went, you was asleep for a little bit. Uh, the next match was Bobby Lashley and Omos, and it it was really good. Uh, uh, not as good as the f- first match, but I liked it, and I was really shocked the way they built up Omos when he was undefeated. Lashley La- Lashley beat him, so uh, I thought that was a good match. Um, yeah, it, it it was a solid match. Let me see here. I believe. If I remember correctly, the next match was Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. And I'm not big on the crazy matches and, and stuff like that, uh, gimmick matches maybe. But i tell you what, this match was hilarious, just tons of fun. Uh, Knoxville and his crew, uh, the Jackass crew, did a great job. But Sami Zayn is just fantastic wrestler and fantastic entertainer. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I, th- I thought it was hilarious. And the crowd absolutely loved it. It had a blast. They were, the match had been over for five minutes and they were still out there laughing. The crowd was. So I, I thought it was really good. I know you got to see the probably the last five minutes of it. Uh, what'd you think of it? Oh, I, I thought it was great. I, I was cracking up. They had me cracking up the whole time. I like, I like jackass guys. I'm not like the biggest fan, but I've watched a couple, I've watched some of their stuff. I'll probably watch that new the new movie too because I know Eli Eli wants to see it, so we'll probably watch it. But hey, Johnny Knoxville, he's an entertainer, and and that's what that and Sami Zayn's great. Sami hey. Zayn's a guy that's underrated. I, I know, I know a lot of people don't like him, but hey, that dude he he's good in the ring and he's inter, he's entertaining. And you know the big thing too, and I want to go back to night one real quick just for a second because I've got to mention it. Logan Paul and the Miz won that match, but the Miz turned on Logan Paul and gave him the skull, you know, the skull uh, question finale. So that's probably not over. And after this Sami Zayn uh, match, that's that may not be over. The way it ended and everything. So uh, yeah, the, it wouldn't oh, surprise me if you see uh, Johnny Knoxville at uh, WrestleMania Backlash, maybe or something. Maybe Logan Paul, too. huh? Maybe or Logan Paul. Well, you, hell, you might see him tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Or, Monday, Monday Night Raw is going to be a huge Raw. Or when so this you, airs, it be the, tonight. But, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, the next match after the Sami Zayn match, if I remember correctly, was the, I believe, the ladies championship match, tag team championship match, uh, featured four teams, Naomi and Sasha Banks, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Natalia and Shayna Baszler, and then the champions, Queen Selena and Carmella. I thought all them teams busted their butt, man. I thought I thought it was a real good match. Was it match of the night? No, probably not. But I thought it was a real, really good match. Uh, uh, fatal four-way. Uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks uh, won the match. Sasha Banks won her first WrestleMania match. That's the first match she's won at WrestleMania. She seemed pretty happy. So uh, they got the belts. Again, I thought, I thought the women... Uh, this year and all the matches really knocked it out of the park. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of that, out of that tag team match tonight. I really wasn't. And it, it was awesome. Yeah, it was good. Uh, really good. I mean, that, that was one of the matches that really surprised me. I mean, I thought it'd probably be a pretty good match, but I just, I didn't think it would be as, as good as it ended up being. It, it exceeded my expectations for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people don't like that Queen Zelina, but she, dude, she plays that character great. It's, I think she's fantastic. I like the fact that she she goes from a from her normal accent to an English accent and then says a line and goes back to it and switches up. I think she's a perfect heel. I think she's underrated in the ring. 
she's small, so I think it's hard for her to to look good when you're wrestling some of the people that's so big, you know, as being as small as she is. Because she's probably about five foot one, five foot two, but uh, she can go. Uh, she can wrestle pretty well, and and I like her character. I like watching her. I always have. So when even when she was in Impact and stuff, I, I always thought she was good. So the next match after that, if I remember correctly, was Edge and AJ Styles. Um, uh, I thought it was a real good match. Again, I don't think it's the best match you're going to have because I think it was the first match of a series of matches. And the big thing, that the, of course, AJ Styles ended up, uh, no, Edge won the match with not necessarily interference, but Damian Priest showed up outside the ring and uh, AJ Styles got distracted. Edge won the match. And then afterwards, uh, Damian Priest gets in the ring with Edge and it definitely looks like there's going to be an alliance there. And there's rumors of more people coming in with that. He's going to have a group. I think it's really interesting. I, I would love to see it. Uh, and Edge came up sitting in a, a black chair with a black outfit with flames around him. So it's kind of suggesting like a brood type, type group. So uh, I think it's really interesting. So I think that was a really, really strong match. But again, I don't think it's going to be the best match that they have. Because I think it's a start of a story and start of a series of matches. Oh, I agree. Okay, I think, so I think uh, I thought that was man, I thought that was a real good match. Which it was I, a real good wrestling match. You notice they didn't hardly go out of the ring. I mean, it was a wrestling match. Yeah, I re I really enjoy, I really like it. But I'm I'm a big Edge fan as well. But I've also turned into an AJ Styles fan, and I'll admit I would I'm what I didn't I didn't was never an AJ Styles fan until he came to WWE. I always I hear about him I'm like yeah. But, but then when he got to WWE, and I think it was he wrestled Jericho in one of his, not too long after he was at WWE, and I watched him and Jericho go at it, and I was like, okay, this, you are as good as people have been saying you are. Yeah. Yeah, I know definitely. AJ Styles is one of the best in the world, if I not the best. I wonder who else they're going to add in. I've heard rumors of Ciampa, but the way he left NXT – because it looked like he's leaving because Triple H came out after the match and everything. I wouldn't think they would have did all that if he was going to just move up to the next roster. I could be wrong, but I think he might be gone from WWE or may just retire altogether. I don't know. But uh, he would be perfect. I think Ciampa would be perfect to join that group. Yeah. Because Ciampa's a heck of a heel also. Um, I, I would like to see Finn Balor. You have, you have Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Edge together. I think that'd be pretty awesome, but we'll see. Uh, the next match after that was the New Day against uh, Ridge Holland and uh, Sheamus. Uh, solid match. Um, it was pretty short, uh, but, but I mean, it wasn't a great match, but it wasn't a bad match. Um, they, they One thing that was cool, New Day came out wearing a special gear uh, of uh, – Basically, based on uh, Big E and stuff, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't think it was a bad match, but it, uh, it was a little, it was a little quick, a little quick. Yeah. It, it might, it maybe it wasn't as quick as we think, but compared to all the other matches that we've seen all weekend, it just seemed like it was real short. Yep. And actually, I think I skipped a match. I think it was a match after AJ Styles, and then that match. I think it was a match before that one. What, what McAfee before that, or was it after that? 
It was after that. Mac McAfee was right before uh, the main event. Okay. Okay. So next match was Pat McAfee and Austin, Austin Theory, and uh, it was a really good match. I thought McAfee. Well, but Theory's great. I mean, Theory's young, but is up and coming. I thought performed great. I thought McAfee knocked it out of the park. The crowd was so over for him. I mean, they went crazy for him. As big as pop as anybody on the night, except other maybe Stone Cold. Well, they were singing his damn theme song the whole the song he came out to the whole damn match almost. Whole damn match, and uh, of course uh, McAfee ended up beating Theory. Now he got his first win in the WWE. Yep, uh, and it was out of WrestleMania. Of course, Vince came out with Theory and watched the match. And uh, after the match, after Theory lost. Uh, McAfee and uh, Vince was kind of going back and forth. Vince was outside the ring, and and McAfee was inside the ring. And uh, McAfee invited him in the ring, and Vince acted like he's gonna take off his jacket. And then he finally did take off his jacket, got in the ring, took off his uh, shirt, and had the undershirt on. And next thing we know, they had a match, and uh, it was it was it was it was it was great. I mean, it was. And McAfee McAfee done a great job in that match against Vince. Uh, putting Vince over, sell, selling stuff, and I mean, it was it was, it was good. And then, and then course, we got treated, got treated to Stone Cold again. Yeah, uh, McAfee lost a match due to interference from, uh, uh, from uh, Theory, Austin Theory, and uh, they beating the heck out of uh, of him. And then uh, they got him outside the ring, uh, and then here come uh, Stone Cold, and Stone come in and. Stone theory, uh, uh, stun theory, and probably maybe the most epic uh, selling of a stunner that I've ever seen. McAfee's was good too, but 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 his was fantastic, and then probably the worst sell of a stunner that I've ever seen was Vince. But Vince looked like I mean Vince seventy six years old, and it looked like his leg was buckled. Well, actually buckled went down to one knee, and and he couldn't get the stunner on him. And he waited, and then Vince lost his balance and went back towards the ropes, and you know he's trying to, and Stone Cold's laughing. And yeah. finally, he hit it, but he kind of fell backwards. So it was a bad sale, but nobody cared. And the fact that that the fact that Stone Cold laughed so hard after after it happened that it was just great. He, he was having such a good time. And, and then, uh, of course, he had, uh, invited. Uh, well, then him and uh, well, like I said, he, he him and Vince were drinking beer, and that's when he stunned him. Well, then he gets old Pat McAfee in there, and they drank four or five beers, and then he stuns McAfee, and McAfee did a uh, fantastic uh, reaction to that too. So uh, that thirty-minute segment there was outstanding. The crowd loved it. Uh, you know, it, I've, se I've seen people. I've seen people post that that was the, that that was the best segment in WrestleMania history. I don't know about that, but it was really good. I mean, you stop thinking about the segment with Kevin Owens, and then the segment with that. Stone Cold was the guy of the week. I mean, he was the guy, man of the week, or man of the weekend, no doubt about it. And, you know, a lot of people were getting ready to talk about this last match, and I just now thought about that. Had Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns had a great story, uh, no doubt, probably the story of the year. Did the match live up to the story? Maybe not. I mean, I thought it was a good match. But maybe the problem was having to follow. Oh, I think that I think that, I think that I know people would have been – would complain because it wasn't advertised that Austin was going to be in it. But the way they done it with Austin coming out, they should have done that match last. Yeah. I mean, 
I think I understand they, why they didn't do it last because yeah, if, if you were said that Austin Theory and McAfee are main event night two, people would be like, they're yeah. main eventing. But yeah. the way they the story went out with Stone Cold coming back out and all that happening, I think it would have been it, that's hard to follow. It'd it been, that would have been that would have been a great ending to WrestleMania. But I understand why it didn't do it that way because. Well, the thing of it is that segment with, with uh, Vince and all them and, and McAfee and all those guys, it was a 10. Roman Reigns and them was probably an 8. You know, and not that eight's bad, but it just didn't live up to it. Yeah. But again, man, when when I look at the, the RK Bro match. You, do you, real quick, do you think it would have been better if they'd have done that match first kick off to kick off the show? People or do you would think have, that would have hurt the show because it meant because uh, no nobody probably could have lived up to it afterwards though. So no, really, I, you were which match? Uh, no, no uh, uh, McAfee and Theory. People would have been no. I wouldn't have put that first. I would, I think that should have closed the show. The match would have been perfect to be first, in my well, opinion, with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Yep. Now, now looking at it, of course they probably would have never done that, but you know what I mean. I understand. I understand why they don't the way they did because if you yeah. just advertise Austin Theory and Pat McAfee as your main event, even though McAfee is one of the most over guys that they have in that company right now, yeah. but still, if you announced as a main event for WrestleMania, people are going. People yeah. would have been like, "What the hell, what the hell is this?" Yeah, but yeah, no, bro- disrespect, no disrespect to Austin Theory or Pat McAfee because they they were both great tonight. But yeah. just, I mean, you know what I'm saying. If, if that would have been the main event, hell, McAfee'd say the same thing. He's a big wrestling fan. He done, he done. But, dude, I don't know if they have anybody that's as over as him right now. McAfee was over big time. I mean, he it was huge. Yeah, no, no doubt. But and then him laying, him laying in front of that damn adult stable after he got stunned, and uh, Stone Cold threw a beer out there and. Cole handed it down to McAfee. McAfee's laid on his back, just poured that fucking beer in his mouth. Still selling. I was cracking up. Yeah. Him and and the other guy, too, that performed. Austin Theory performed fantastic, too. I mean, he performed. Yeah, Theory was fantastic. And, and yeah, that segment, yeah. <sighs> I, it's because of that segment. I think night two was just a little bit better than night one. And, so, and it's because of that segment. Yeah, but I mean, when you when you stop and look at the okay, like we talked about, I mean, I thought the Happy Corbin in the first night was a good match with with uh, Drew, but then then of course people are gonna say the best matches were probably the Becky Lynch match and the Seth Rollins match were probably yeah. the best. Yeah. I thought the Mysterio's match and Logan Paul performed good, but of course the big thing was Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. That's what everybody was talking about. Okay, you go into this next night. Okay, RK Bro and the Alpha Academy Street Pop, fantastic match. A lot of people are going to talk about Sami Zayn and Knoxville. I read some people hated it, but most people loved it, thought it was fantastic, and thought it was great. Then you add, then you add in the Edge and Styles match, which was a classic wrestling match, you know, of, of two great superstars. Both going, I mean, one's a Hall of Famer, the other one's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, it was great. The women in that four-way knocked it out of the park. And, and then and then the McAfee in theory, and with Stone Cold coming out again, and then the Roman Reigns and Lesnar, yeah, I think night two, it's hard for me. The thing about both nights, they had big moments. So I'd give it both eight and a half nines. 
I don't know if I can pick one over there. Of course, I watched one the second time. I'll watch. I'll watch two for a second time tomorrow. But I thought WrestleMania again. I thought it was as good as as any. I thought I'd have to. I'd have to watch thirty again and compare it. But it, over the last twenty years, it'd be between them two. I think. Yeah, yeah. I really, I liked it. I thought it was great. I'm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm ready for Monday Night Raw. It's, that's gonna be. And be telling them guys, telling them guys tomorrow. It's it's seven forty five. Coondal Corner's over. Peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just change the subject real quick. I mean, it's about wrestling. In your opinion, what's the biggest difference in AEW? And forget about the, the the flopping and the flips and the style necessarily, but AEW and WWE. The biggest per, uh, production. Okay, maybe. maybe. I mean, I guess that is a difference. Production, too. production, and story and storylines. Okay. Yeah, I think storyline. But the main thing that, that I noticed, especially after watching night uh, last two nights and seeing such great. Uh, seeing this in such a great abundance, to me, is selling. Yeah, that's right up there as well. Yes, because I mean, let's let's stop. Okay, let me go through here. Uh, Seth Rollins and uh, and Co with Cody Rhodes, especially Seth Rollins. How much Seth Rollins sells? Sells sells. Cody sells, but where did he come from originally? Where WWE? Okay, I'm not saying that the other stuff didn't help him. Along the way, but you're taught to sell in the WWE. The facial expressions and the selling, the Bianca Belair Becky Lynch match, is what made it so mm -hmm. good. Maybe the match, maybe the best, as far as a wrestling match, as good as wrestling matches of the weekend. Would you agree with that? Possibly yeah. as good as any? Okay. But the selling is, is what done it. Uh, Kevin Owens and Stone Cold, the selling by Kevin Owens. Not that Stone Cold is terrible or anything, but he's not what he was 20 years ago. He's limited in what he could do. Kevin Owens, not that he carried Stone Cold, but it, due to his selling and his performance, is what helped make that match. Yeah. Helped make that match what it was. Uh, RK Bro, the Alpha Academy, and the Street Profits, they're selling, especially Randy Orton and and, and uh, uh, Riddle. All of them are good at selling. Sami Zayn, the way Sami Zayn sold everything that happened in that in that match with with the Jackass. Yeah. Just uh, McAfee, his facial expressions and the way so. Same thing with Austin Theory, uh, Edge and AJ Styles, the facial expressions and stuff. Maybe the master of it, and don't get enough uh, 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 enough praise for it. Brock Lesnar, we sat there and watched that match and how he sold, you know, the whole match. Uh, a spear that he got the first part of the match, he sold to the end of the match, and after the match was over. And Roman Reigns was celebrating. He was still in the middle of the ring selling five minutes later. And 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 that's what I don't get is people say WWE is not wrestling. The AEW is true pro wrestling. Selling has always been a big part of pro wrestling. Storylines have always been a big part of pro wrestling. Selling is one of the worst things AEW does. Storylines, when they do it right, it's good. But it's far and in between when they have a lot of story. Uh, 
Now they put on some good matches of late because they have Daniel Bryan there, who could have a bad, a good match with anybody. Uh, Moxley can have a good match with a lot of people. CM Punk can have a good match with about anybody. So they've got some guys that can have good matches, but if there's no stories with them, it, it, it yeah. hurts them. I think. So, but yeah, I think this lack of selling really hurts AEW. I think. And is and I'm not saying that that uh, WWE is a pro wrestling company. It's not a pro wrestling company. It's it's a wrestling entertainment company. It's an entertainment company that does wrestling. Yeah. But people tell me that AEW is a pro wrestling company. It's full of crap. The pro wrestling company that's in that's we have is uh, NWA. That's a pro wrestling company. And they can't get a TV network. Yeah, I wonder why. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. You would think somebody. I mean, you see these TV networks. See that the, these other companies have these shows that rate well as one of the highest shows every week on that network. Why? It seems like they would try to get that. They would want to get a wrestling show there to. I, I was looking at a network the other day, CW, and some of their shows was only getting 300,000 people watching. Now, you mean to tell me that Impact Wrestling, who's getting 200,000 people to watch on oh, Axis, who don't hardly go anywhere, CW's probably got, what, two or three times the audience? Mm-hmm. I would think, because they got a lot of affiliates yep. compared to Axis. That they couldn't bring on impact, and impact couldn't get six or seven hundred thousand, five hundred thousand for a show, uh, and they could get impact probably cheaper than what they can produce a show for, because impact's not going to be able to get a hundred million dollar deal. They would take a twenty million dollar deal, fifteen million dollar deal. So I, I don't know why CW don't do something like. That. Yeah, I don't either. That's what I'm saying because it's. I mean. Well, for one thing, it's hard to get networks because a lot of networks are tied in because like TNT and TBS is tied into a certain thing. So yeah. they've got – they're already – USA and NBC is all tied together. So Raw is already on there. Fox, so, I mean, it's tied in with WWE. So WWE ain't going to say, you know, you can't have NWA. That's a conflict of interest. Or you can't have Impact. That's a conflict of interest. We're on your channel. Yeah. So it narrows your – your opportunities. I don't know why an ESPN who's struggling uh, don't go after a show like that. But I don't know. Or Fox, even a Fox. I know a Fox Sports One is not. It's not super great, but it's it's. It's definitely probably more next more people seeing it than than access. Yeah. But all in all, man, I thought WrestleMania was real good. I was really, uh, you you know me, that WrestleMania is like Christmas for me. So, but yeah, I was, I was thrilled. I thought it was a really good show. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a real good show. I was, it lived up to my to my expectations of what was going we was going to get to see this weekend. Actually, probably even a little yeah, over I, my expectations. I thought it was going to be good. Really hoped it was going to be good, and it was better than I thought. So, I, yeah, I'm thrilled. 
Yeah. I'm looking forward to Raw. Raw's good. You know, Raw tonight's going to be awesome. Raw yeah, after I Mania. Think, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. And then this, and then next weekend we go, we get go right back into doing independent shows. Yep. Got that big one for uh, the Flex for Bubba two in Jeffersonville, Indiana, uh, on the ninth next next Saturday. Yep. Some uh, Summit Pro on the tenth next Sunday. So, I'm excited for that show on the ninth because of its fundraiser, and also I've noticed that by looking at the poster on online. Uh, we won't see a bunch of people we haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah, and and we're going to get to see Rikishi again. That's all. That's always uh, a good time. Yep. And then yeah, we've got uh, what Summit Pro on the next day, the tenth. Yep. Yep. And and next then, next weekend after that's Bearcat Rumble. Bearcat Rumble the sixteenth, and we already know that's be awesome. That's you, hey, be- if you're out in the Muncie, Indiana area, or if you're close enough to drive here. You don't want to miss that show on the 16th. Carlito, Epico, Primo, all in action. Yep. You're going to have uh, an appearance by a uh, WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi. And also, then- also you have a uh, uh, former Impact wrestler, Congo yep. uh, Kong is going to is going to be in action. We just seen him re- recently, and he was fantastic. So, uh, going to be a great show. Tag uh, team, tag team of the year here in the state of Indiana is in action. Manager. Manager of the year here in Indiana will be there. Yep. And then the guy who was like second for wrestler of the year, uh, Dex Royal, the uh, yeah. DCW heavyweight champion. And he's been a WWE prospect. Yep. So, I mean, it's going to be a great show. And $10 for general mission, $20 for front row. And uh, I know there ain't many front row left, maybe a handful. You know what's crazy? We just mentioned all them guys that are going to be there. And we didn't even mention. And if you think about some guys, we didn't even mention that are real good as well, like Blake Money Wright. Oh yeah, uh, JKO, Ladies Man Mike King. I mean, that, that's it's the more you think about it. That's it's a stacked card, man. It's gonna be a great card. Wait a minute, Logan Myers, uh, uh, Dutch Dutch Boy, J B. Uh, the United did, States, United States champion. I did see. I did see something this morning that uh, oh, wasn't good. I ain't gonna lie; it hurt, it hurt hurt me a little bit because I was excited about seeing him making his debut at DCCW. Okay, I don't, I don't know how long he's gonna be out, but Brody Botkins broke uh, his ankle. Uh-huh. Man, I saw a post on his personal page yesterday. I think it was. It was either, okay. I think it was last night when when I got home from your house. Uh, so I, I doubt he's going to be in action on the 16th. He had an X-ray on there, and he has his leg all wrapped and propped up. I guess uh, it, it, it happened Friday night. He said it was a freak, uh, freak accident. So oh, I, don't know I, happened, I don't know if it happened wrestling or or what. But I'm assuming yeah. it happened Friday night wrestling. Yeah, is what most, I would say. Most wrestle WCWO, uh, WCWO uh, Friday night. So but, if I then. Yeah, I figure it probably happened then because I saw it yesterday. So. Well, what's just from us? Because we like, hey, we're big fans of yours. We want to see get help, get healthy, and get back in, get healed up, and get back in there. But sucks to get it sucks to get hurt for anybody. But man, I do. I think he was. I think he's on his way up. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, also, a reminder: we got a big show tomorrow. Uh, yep, we got the Coon Dog Corner. Uh, well, of course, we got an interview tomorrow. Yeah, so when you listen to this, it'll be today because this will be on. You'll listen to this Monday morning, so it'll be today. But yeah, we have a 
at 4.30, we have the marvelous Mr. Bell, Jordan Bell. Yep. Uh, his home, organiza home organizations, uh, AACW. Yep. I have seen that he's been at a couple other places here recently. Yeah, they uh, got some stuff. That's good to see. They got a big show coming up tonight. Yep, April 9th. Uh, Kokomo, Indiana. If you're around that area, go check them out. They put on they put on a good show, and they have they have a great uh, great, great crowd, base. great fan base. So uh, if you like old school wrestling, you'll you'll like them. Go check them out. Yep. But uh, also on Monday, or also later on the day on Monday, we have a uh, uh, seven seven o'clock. We have the Coon Dog Corner with the DCCW guys, and I know I know there's a big announcement coming on that. Uh, Coming on that, so you definitely want to tune in the Coondog Corner this week. Yeah, I got a big announcement. I think the fans would be interested in. Uh, not necessarily uh, a. There may be a talent announcement. I don't know, but not, it's not necessarily a talent announcement. Something else, kind of special for, that some fans might be interested in. So yeah, I think they definitely want to listen or, or watch it. Yep, and then you also have this week. It's going to be this is a busy week here. Busy week this week. Uh, Wednesday night, we're going to have. Uh, the tag team Savage Love are going to be on. Talk talk about their upcoming. Uh, they're getting ready to compete in a tag team tournament uh, there in WCWO. That's I think that starts this Friday. Yeah, then also on Saturday they'll be uh, defending their tag team championships in a uh, IPW here in Muncie on a uh, Saturday. I think it's at, I think it starts at seven p.m. Doors open at six, I believe. Yep. Uh, so hey, if you're a wrestling fan, go go check it out. Uh, Savage Love, which consists of uh, Luke Savage and Dalton Love, both of them are, uh, at least in my opinion, are great young talents that really good, are, and they're improving all the time. So go, uh, go check them out. But they'll be here, uh, and I think they're actually going to come here. So they'll be okay. here probably live in studio Wednesday at seven. Cool. So that, that should be cool. Also, uh, tomorrow's a big day. For uh, the GSR stuff, we have uh, at 3 p.m. Easy Money, a sports betting show at a new time, and it's also now available on the uh, All Sports, All Plays uh, network, ASAP network. It'll be on like seven of their channels. It'll still be on our three channels, uh, but it'll be at 3 p.m. And then GSR now is at 11 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Uh, so look for it at its new time. And then I'm also going to be hosting an afternoon show on ASAP that actually starts tomorrow, and that's at 1 p.m. Eastern. But I'll be on their networks. Well, eventually it might be on both, but as of right now, it's just going to be on theirs. But so just we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, follow us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's where we post all of our stuff about our shows, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Oh, if you need tickets, you need tickets for uh, the. Bearcat Rumble here on the April 16th. Uh, get a hold of myself, uh, Jared Bird, Terry Coons. Uh, message, uh, you can always message the uh, Delaware County Championship Wrestling Facebook page. Yep. And uh, one of us will get one of us will get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, you can message me on any of the social media. I'll get back with you. I have general admission tickets left. I know somebody had messaged wanting to know if there was any uh Front row tickets left. I'm not 100% sure. I know as of on Monday, Monday when I talked to or wait, Friday. No, Friday. As of Friday when I talked to them, I know that if they had any left, it was, wasn't very many at all. But uh, I will find out 
let, uh, I'll find out and I'll I'll be able to let you guys know something Monday because they'll they'll all be here Monday, so we'll make yeah. an announcement. But like I said, try to get a hold of DCCW yeah. and, and but, but like I said, uh, Jared Bird or uh, Coondog uh, are the ones that have the front row seat, so yeah. that's who they need to get a hold of. Yeah, but I, I if there's any left, I know there's not many. There was only no more than uh, seven or eight left on Friday. Yes. Now, well, let's talk about that real quick before we get off here. Okay. Because uh, it still goes back to something like I was talking about last week where organizations working together, but not just that. More, more restaurants and stuff, I would like to see them be like more community community involved like that uh, Greek's Pizzeria on, on uh, McGallard was. Yeah. The owner was in, the owner was there. As soon as he walked in, as soon as we walked in, he came, greeted us, and talked to us. Told us where we could set up, made sure we had everything we needed. Yep. And then this dude, the whole time, was back there busting his ass with with his crew, putting out putting out food. And that place, man, they got packed there for a while, and that's not counting any other calling orders. Yep. Call in and deliver. I know. One time, every table in there was full. Yeah, they had to wait. They had to wait. For, it went a big wait, but he had to wait. So I mean, and that was cool. That was cool to see the not only that to see the community owed to come out the Greeks to support the Muncie Central Wrestling like they did. That that was cool to see. It was cool to see that place fold in in support of the area high school kids. Well, I know they did it last year, and I'm not going to give out the amount, but I know this year they doubled, at least doubled the amount this year than yeah. what what was raised. So that's that's always a good thing. Yeah, they said, and they said it was a lot busier this year than last year. So, and to be honest with you, and I know they'll even say this, I think it might have done it even a little better if if we would have could have got it put together a little sooner and been able to advertise it more than just a few yeah. days. Yep, I agree. I but mean, we really we really didn't get to advertise it more than a it wasn't even a week. Week, week and a half. Maybe. I'm not just talking about us. I'm talking about even DCCW. I mean. Because it wasn't set in stone till, yeah, till then where we, we knew exactly what. Uh, I mean, you, you're working with two or three different organizations like that. Sometimes it's, it's hard to get where a good time where everybody can do it. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, it was a real good fundraiser, and uh, happy that all the people came out or people that uh, you know sent in orders or delivery orders or whatever. And yeah, uh, can't say enough about the crew over there at uh, Greeks. He had a great crew, great waitresses. Uh, they were busting the butt. Uh, and I believe the man's name, the gentleman's name is Mark. Uh, he's the store owner and manager and just super nice guy. And uh, uh, Greeks got a fantastic menu, got really good food. So I recommend people go go over there and check, check them out and get some food. Cause oh and they have a cool little uh, area where, for kids where if you're, you're, you take your family there and they eat, the kids can play ping pong while they're waiting on – you guys are waiting on your food. They had – Two, four or five different arcade machines had a foosball table. Yep. I mean, uh, they had, uh, it was, it's, it's a nice family, family atmosphere. Yep. Really cool place. Well, we got anything else or you ready to get out of here? I think that's all for tonight. It's starting yep. to get late. Yep. I'm I still got to get stuff ready for the, some stuff ready for tomorrow. Yeah. I got a few things I got to do, but I, I'm ready for bed, but I got to do a couple things. I still have, I still need to set three more microphones up and everything else. For, but I, 
microphones don't need till later in the evening, so it ain't as big a deal. But hey, it's a busy day tomorrow. Yeah, Monday's busy. Uh, anybody out there didn't didn't watch WrestleMania? I oh, go watch it. You're not going to be disappointed. Get on Peacock and watch night one, and night two. I think you'll, unless you're just a hater. Uh, if you're a, a real uh, fan, I think you'll like it. I have night one on right now. That's what yeah. I'm watching right now. Cool. Only way, I, only way I could find night two on the network was in Spanish. <laughs> and yeah, my sure. last name is Gonzalez, but no, I can't understand no damn Spanish. So that do me no good. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. You have a yeah. everybody have a good night, day, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> next week, everybody. next week we'll be back. It'll we'll be back to airing or dropping on Sunday again. This we just done it a little different this week because of WrestleMania. But we want we'll thank we thank everybody that watches us. Make sure you follow us on social media. Oh, one more thing I forgot to mention. We do now have uh, some new GWR shirts on hand. No cool. Uh, if you're interested in getting one of them, uh get get a hold of me either on so on any of the social media accounts. I'll get right back with you and uh, we'll get we'll get one to you. Uh, yeah, cool. thanks for joining us and we will see you guys next weekend. Everybody have a good day. <laughs>